welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Joys of Marketing. Today's episode is all about strengthening your community. So building a community, as we speak about quite often, is key. And we've been told this for a very long time in marketing. And it's so, so true. So building a community, it's all about creating a buzz around your products and services, empowering your customers to feel truly valued, like truly valued, and facilitating ways that they can feel closer to you, because that's what community is about, really feeling close to something, feeling a part of something. And as well as feeling closer to you as a business, feeling closer and a part of something with each other. And that is something that's really worth prioritizing. As humans, we like to feel part of something. We like to feel like we found our people, like we found our go-to products. We like to feel like those people, those businesses understand us. And in its kind of simplest terms, really, just that they get us. If you just feel like someone gets you, that's where you get your satisfaction, your loyalty, That's where your business gets that thriving atmosphere and where all of that buzz comes together around your brand. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And yeah, strength in community is something that we've talked about for a long time and it's seriously not going anywhere. Um, You know, it's one of those things that people are talking about more and more and prioritizing in their marketing efforts and, you know, making your customers feel like you offer them something more than someone else or something some other product or service or having a personal touch is really like a winning way to contribute to kind of your overall business success it just gives that heightened experience and to effectively introduce those more intimate spaces for your audience you're going to need to understand them more you're going to need to understand them on a on a personal level so you're kind of taking time to develop this understanding that will allow you to create an experience for them beyond those you know initial okay you want to buy this okay thanks bye or those general interactions which are pretty standardized you're trying to go that next step and this is that sense of where you know you do your trust pieces with your content but actually this is trust on a deeper level again this is where they actually start to get to know you and you get to know them and it absolutely works both ways you know your audience is trust you and as this grows as a business owner you trust that they're loyal to you so you actually feel security from your community and you know there are example brands that drop limited edition runs of things and they're normally pretty confident that their audience are going to want them or they know they're going to sell out in that limited time or that limited collection and this comes from knowing them so well but also trusting that they'll go for it trusting that you know what they like and what they enjoy about your brand and about the experience. And you can know that your customers are going to become repeat customers and then advocates of your brand, which honestly is the best feeling. Like if you think now of a community you might be part of, like 
I'm going to put my hands up and say I'm 100% part of the Fairfax and Favour community. I'm part of their social media groups, their clothes groups and stuff like that. You feel like you have trust in that brand. And then obviously you spread the word and you want your audience to do the same. You want them to talk to friends and family who, you know, will significantly help in gaining new custom. And that's when you get that community. It feels like building that personal connection with people that you've never necessarily met is still as true as if they were in a room with you. Like it just feels a real connection and a real community. Yeah, and we know that it might feel like establishing these intimate spaces to take your community to the next level or to start building a community if you don't really feel necessarily, you know, if you're listening, you don't really feel like you have a community. You know, it can feel like it's going to be hard work. And to be honest, we're not really going to say that it won't be. We're not going to say that this is super easy to build. Um, it will need initial and ongoing efforts to build and maintain, just like any relationship in life needs work, just like your relationship with your friends, your family, your partner, anybody, just like they all need work. So does building a community because it's not something that you can build and tick off. It's something that is an ongoing thing in business, but it's so, so worthwhile investing in. And it's so, so worthwhile spending that time on working out how the best way to do it for your business is, because it will make communication easier. It will make your processes and your communication as well, just so much more effective, whether those communications are through personalized emails, targeted ads, social media posts, pers direct messages, customer service calls, whatever it is, you'll know how to approach all of those things because you will have that foundation knowledge of what your customer wants, what they expect, what they like, what they don't like. And knowing your audience's unique preferences allows you to tailor your offer to them. And that means that you can spend your time in all the right areas, which is such a productive and slick way to work. Because when you're developing your business, you can align what you're doing with their needs. And then your time and energy is going in the right place. But you're also meeting their needs so you're satisfying them. And that's where obviously the sales then come in as well, because knowing what they want and spending your time on those things makes shopping with you so much easier than going elsewhere. If your audience, as we mentioned at the very beginning, just feels like you get them, that gives you such a huge differentiation from others out there. Why would they go anywhere else when they feel like you just get them and you know what they want? Investing in community building really does help you stand out in those crowded markets. And research has shown that Gen Z, whose spending power is on the increase, now expect so much more of a personal experience from brands. They've grown up in a world seeing the possibilities for this. They've had the Internet, you know, pretty much their whole lives They've, they've seen the possibilities out there for what can be done with community and personalization and making customers feel a part of a brand. So creating that means you're future-proofing your business as well and ensuring that you stay relevant for this growing and future and new audiences. Yeah, and I think that it's something that you can... This is one of the easiest ways to start implementing straight away. Like in terms of this being maybe, you know, part of your marketing strategy, 
it doesn't actually require investment from the offset. It can just be you changing the way you go about your content, the way you interact with your customers, because customers basically want to feel empowered because they want to feel like you're hearing them and seeing them. So they don't just want to be a dip in the ocean. So creating spaces for them gives them more control of how they can interact with you as a business, but also creates a positive image of them feeling like they have influence over your product. So a sense of partnership. So if you think of brands where maybe you voted in polls about what's coming soon or, um, you know, what, which do you prefer, which colorway? And I know, um, that, yeah, there's a couple of brands I love online. Uh, one Holland Cooper clothing. She's constantly doing this. She's always asking her audience, like almost before, even when it's a sketch in a notepad, she's like, which do you like of this? Or what do you think is going to be work well, a zip or not? Or so it's things like that, that I think make you buy into them more because you feel like you have created that product or service with them. And because to create something like this, you've got to have that understanding we spoke about. It often involves data collection. So you're often getting to be, you know, in control of the data more. So it's a database decision. So this is positive positive in so many ways, because as you know, we're always saying, grab an email address, grab a piece of information about your customer that's so much deeper than like a follow or a like or whatever, because then you can use that data to benefit your community, but also to help you make informed decisions for your products and services to help you look at like what trends are coming and maybe just adapt what your plans are to really meet their needs and really hone in on them. So you end up data collecting, but also getting to know what future audiences might want as well. So you're almost looking into the future of your future audience with this data too. Yeah, I think all businesses these days really should be prioritizing being customer centric. Um, I'm sure that... Yeah, I'm sure that we have all switched from brands in the past or not gone back to somewhere that we've purchased from once because of poor service, not feeling valued, or just generally, you know, perhaps we've thought the product or service was all right, but we've just not felt any kind of particular loyalty there. So we've not bothered going back there when we've wanted something next time. Community and working with your community, building a community, it involves being really thoughtful. It's actually quite a you know, it's a nice, we, we think it's a nice exercise as a team to sit down and think of the ways that you can do, do things to build community and to strengthen your community as a part of your business and your brand. It's, you know, it's nice things that are like mutually beneficial. You're working with your customer. You're not battling to get them. You're not going for the hard sell. You're not, you know, seeing them as this elusive target. How can we get them in? You're kind of, you know, seeing it as more of a mutual type thing. But here's, you know, just a couple of ideas that might suit your business to help you to really foster that as well. So we just mentioned that it will involve data um, quite often. So using that data, you can understand customers' individual preferences. So data collection, but for the purpose of benefiting your customer, which is obviously benefiting your business, but it's that mutual relationship. They give you their data. They give you information. You use that to grow your business, which in turn is benefiting them. So if, for example, you're tracking browsing and purchasing history on your website, 
That means you can show people what they want to see on there, what they're interested in. You can make personal recommendations and adapt your efforts to suit. You can customize emails. Um, that's quite an easy one. You can customize emails using first names, which makes ever such a bit of a difference. It all helps in building that community. You can send birthday messages. Remember anniversaries of people making a purchase, particularly if your purchase or your product or service is something that has kind of an annual check-in or an annual update, or if there's a new release of something, that kind of information can be really helpful. And loyalty programs as well, they've always been a way of doing this. Um, they've always been a part of building community um, offering exclusive discounts, early access to new things, insider info. That all rewards customers, but it does need to be worthwhile, though. Loyalty programs, loyalty cards, a lot of places do this. Um, it might sound harsh, but any business can print a card and stamp it each time someone pops in. That doesn't necessarily facilitate a strong relationship. So think about what rewards your customers will actually really see the value in. Will they value being a bit of a part of an insider club more than they'd value a 10% discount after X amount of purchases? You know, think about what they will actually value. Oh my gosh, loyalty programs are a minefield of their own, but yeah. we thought about when you're thinking of this community feel, but you're so right in the easy way out is a stamp on a card or like a free, you know, like we all see free coffee after four coffees bought and all that stuff. But actually that's not fostering really any sort of relationship with any sort of depth. So I think you do need to really hone in on once you understand your audience that bit more, what they will value, but also think about, you know, it it might be that your product or service, they would love even a meetup. Like people love stuff like that. Like in-person events are back. So like think about, you know, you see a lot of PR agencies doing events for uh, brands where they just invite like their really tight customer base to them. So um, a couple of brands I know, they do this when they're at events, they invite them like for an hour preview before they actually open them for the rest of the event. So it's simple things like that, that, that way you're feeling like you're getting something exclusive. So really consider your audiences and, you know, value what they want when you're doing that and creating exclusive memberships or VIP type programs that have unique benefits are great. You know, things like access to exactly special events, access to personal services, member only content, free delivery for members, samples, things like that is just all a sense of belonging. It doesn't, necessarily have to be free either it just has to be of worth to your loyal customers so you know as we said organize small events workshops launch celebrations whatever it is that's true to your product and service make those things work because it gives a rare opportunity for you to be face to face with those customers so it's a, it's a chance to get to know them even further and these events are always going to be memorable they're always going to be you know, great for word of mouth um, and they can tell their friends and family they're going, document it on social media like everyone does. <laughs> so they are really a good way um, of bringing your audience together in person. But Yeah, I think if you're not a business that does do in-person stuff, that can be such a way of making people feel special. If you, okay. you know, if you are um, someone that your customers don't necessarily ever get to see in person, that's a real good way of making them feel important. Totally agree. And I think that it doesn't have to be expensive if you're already, maybe you do do 
um, shows and events, but there may be not really where your audience come to. If you could do something exclusive like that, you're tagging it onto somewhere you're going anyway. So you can be clever about it. Um, but yeah, social media, as we've just said, can be a great way to do this. Um, something we do at Zebra is we have a closed Facebook group. And this is a space we love, but it also is a chance for us to engage with our audience on that more personal level through live videos, for inviting these members access to programs or events firsthand. And we also um, host free co-working sessions with the link exclusively in this group. So it gives us a sense of getting to know our audience too. We also ask them what their weekly wins are. They share their experiences that week. And it's just so lovely to feel like you are part of this community with your audience. So you can also do things like resharing customer post stories about you, share their stories, and just do networking that generally makes you present on their pages as well. Because that will give them a sense of community as well, that you're giving them something back. Yeah, they like to be seen, don't they, customers? You know, if someone does go to the effort of, sharing your product on their story you know resharing that to your page is nice it shows that they've been seen it shows you know it might seem quite a simple insignificant move to do but actually it shows that person that thank you your effort in acknowledging us has been acknowledged and that's really nice so just remember that you know social media is about customer service as well people will judge your customer service based on your social media um respond timely um allow dms we hate it hate when pages have in their bio you might have seen this no dms that yeah. feels so unapproachable email me no dms it just feels like why would you do that to your potential customers even if you do want to direct formal queries via email so that you can keep track of them, that is absolutely fair enough. But at least allow people to drop you a quick message on your social media. You can, you know, have an auto reply on there or just a quick message that you paste back, just asking them if they would, you know, please email instead. But don't tell potential customers not to reach out to you. Um, anyway, I'm diverting slightly there. <laughs> um, oh, <wow. laughs> that's our uh, podcast wine for the week. <laughs> um, but customer service can also be things like adding little handwritten notes um, or small little extras to your packaging as well. I It was a couple of months ago now, but I can remember doing my big food shop Um online with Morrison's not long before Christmas and it came with some free festive gingerbread men in the pack in the delivery um, and here I am two months later talking about it on a podcast because they sent me a couple of free gingerbread men um, so you see these things yeah. they do get noticed and what's important as well because we don't live in a world where there's going to be no complaints and we don't live in a world where you're ever going to please everybody that's not possible but do address complaints efficiently as well because that is a part of building community as well be a problem solver and remember that positive interactions even if they come from a complaint are memorable and reflect you in a positive light as well um just recently, another random example, I was having trouble with my dog's GPS tracker that I put on his collar. 
So I reached out to the company for help and they sent me a brand new one, which I completely wasn't expecting. I was expecting to get some advice on what I could maybe do to fix it or some something to try. Um, I'd owned it for, you know, about three years. So it's not like it was new. So I definitely didn't expect them to just send me a brand new one, but they did. And I've renewed my subscription for another couple of years. And here I am once again, telling people about that positive experience as well. Um, it's attractive, so I can name the company too, um, because that seems the right thing to do, given what we're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, there's forums that you can create where customers can give you feedback. As we've mentioned, they like to be a part of what you're creating. You could host cozy, you know, intimate Zoom calls, events, as we've touched on, even just a page on your website, um, note cards in store, just follow up emails, even if you know you don't get a huge response rate to them, just actually sending something that says, thank you so much, how are you getting on? If you have any feedback, let us know. You're just building that kind of interaction. But if you do get feedback through those channels, make sure you follow it up. Make sure you actually use some of the feedback. Obviously, you can't implement everything every person will say, but use some of the feedback and showcase that you're actually listening to people and using it. So there's so much that you could do that we could go on and on about. <laughs> um, but your branding is quite key in this as well. And obviously, that is another topic, really. Um, but just keep it consistent. Um, people know Dove, the you know, beauty brand for not editing their photos and for using real models. And they've done that year on year on year now. And that's really built trust. If all of a sudden they created an advert with an airbrushed filtered image, that trust would very quickly start to disappear. Yeah, I mean, we've seen quite a lot of brands lately get it wrong. Just before Christmas, Zara had a massive PR disaster. Um and your community can literally go overnight, which is what Zara saw. So we're not going to go into detail, but if you want to look it up, uh, you, if you just put in Zara PR disaster 2023, you'll see. But, you know, it's it's true that you're just trying to do things which are continually trying to benefit your community. And another example of a brand who do this really well is Glossier, the beauty company. Over the years, they've built a real community and pop popularity with their intimate spaces. So they have a customer-centric approach, which emphasizes on um, individuality, inclusivity, authenticity, and really, really prioritizes that community. Um, they encourage their customers to share experience with their products. They then use that content on social media. The featured customers, of course, then feel valued. Others see real people using their products. It's just honestly a win-win. Um, and their product packaging is really well thought through with it being, you know, super easy to unbox for those videos within their branding and marketing. They truly reflect that diverse range of individuals, which it straight away makes you feel like, oh, I could be part of that community or I'm one of those people that, you know, you can relate to. So as well as all of this, you know, it just makes their customers feel represented, represented, um, and just fosters that personal connection. They're always engaging actively on their community, um, on social media, responding to comments, reposting, creating campaigns, which involve their followers. So if they can respond and network with their audience of, is it like 3 million or whatever? Like, so can you, so can you, you can definitely do this. And 
whilst a lot of theirs is obviously seen at the moment because it's in comments and stuff, remember yours can start in the DMs, yours can start in messages, you know, because that end person is getting that result as well. So they have this interactive online community. They've facilitated customers to share beauty tips, to give product recommendations, share personal stories. Then that just absolutely creates this camaraderie among, among these glossier enthusiasts. Like they love it and they live for it. And you're almost, if you're part of one of these communities, you'll know you're waiting for the next bit of content or the next campaign or the next bit of involvement like I know because I am one of those people that I'm waiting for the next spring summer edition of what Fairfax is going to bring out and we'll see it first and we'll get a discount code first and we'll also get a first look so it's it's one of those things which you do start to anticipate and get excited for as a as a part of that community um you know and we've spoken about you know how they also help people develop develop products based on customer feedback they use surveys social media they just use it all um but yeah they they are such a good example so go and have a look at them if you're not familiar but you'll soon see just how inspiring they are when it comes to getting inside their inside community yeah you really do feel a part of an inside community and it does make your life easier over time as well because like Lynn said all of these communities I use an example as well quite often of Tiki Boo an active wear brand you know just like Fairfax and Favour just like full focus planners that we both yeah. use these have all got really active community groups of customers of theirs that it kind of partly does some of the marketing job for the business and you know customers will help each other they will say what shall I pair with this shade what shall I pair with this you know this is my look up with this kind you know and that's really just all it's just invaluable to a business but I think having that communication that's direct and, you know, Glossier are a great example of such transparent communication as well, which can feel a bit different for a company of their size. So when it comes to updates, changes, challenges or otherwise, there's open communication lines. And actually, I think what people do really appreciate seeing is those challenges as well, because, you know, we at Zebra don't, you know, we we probably wouldn't trust anyone that was to say business is super easy. You know, you're it's all handed to you on a plate in business and marketing. It's that's not the case. And being honest is so important in building trust with those types of things. I'm just gonna jump in there because I had a classic example yesterday. So one of our clients um rang me and said look, we've just found out that one of our distributors is significantly undercutting us and it feels like really heartbreaking for our brand. And we've had a customer message us and say, oh, I always order through your website every single time. And I've just seen this price and it's like 50 pound cheaper. So it was a lot. Yeah. Um, so I just helped them with a response, which basically just went back to, we're a small family run business. We're always faced with challenges. And this is a new challenge we haven't faced before. So what we're going to do is we're going to, honor the price because you've shown it us it's clearly being put over the internet at this price so we'll honor it so you still order through us but just know that within the next 48 hours we will be contacting this distributor and making sure that that's shut down because that's diluting our brand and there's no way as the producers of that product we could sell it for that amount so please understand and they just did it from a place of look we're a business we're learning this is a this is how we're going to honor it for you to remain loyal to us but we're really sorry it happened and we're fixing it. And honestly, the lady came back. She was so lovely. She was like, yeah, 100% I'll order this. Thank you so much for honouring the price. Um, 
isn't business difficult I run a business myself and suddenly they had this straight away alignment and I was like yes that that level of them being honest and just saying we're figuring this out this hasn't happened to us before and I appreciate that wouldn't work if you were a big international brand all those different things but on that level knowing their customers it did work um so it's just worth it's just worth thinking about even the ways you respond yeah and as we've mentioned you know it's in Think of ways you can interact with your audience that aren't perhaps that normal way that you do as well. If you're a virtual business, can you pop up somewhere? Can you add an experience into your store if you are a bricks and mortar base? Those interactions just create something memorable, something intimate. And I think the key is just it comes back to just making your customers feel seen, valued and appreciated. If you were going to get a big piece of flip chart paper out and put it on your desk and do a bit of brainstorming either yourself with a team someone with a couple of you you know what how can I make my customers feel seen and valued in the middle and that is the arrow that you need to go off and that sounds quite easy but it takes nurture it's a strategy well worth spending your time on though because strong lasting connections really do make all the business all the difference in business and Yeah, it's a topic we love. It's a topic we could talk about a lot, but we really hope that this has inspired some meaningful customer connections for the future. Um, We would love to know what you do already. We would love to know what you hope to implement down the community, building route in the future for your business. And if there is anything that you need help with, you know where we are. We love this kind of stuff. So we would be more than happy to get around a table with you on a VIP day and hash out some ideas for your own community building you know where we are just ping us a message over yeah and honestly just give it a go get started um because you won't look back yeah absolutely and you cannot go wrong with just involving your customers a bit more on any level really um just letting them in that little bit more yeah it'll feel so good and it'll feel good for you and for them so yeah until next time see you later bye